Welcome to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. I'm Dr. T, a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And I'm Dr. P, a professor of psychology in Ventura, California. Welcome and thank you for joining us. The purpose of this podcast is to bridge our love of all things psychology with our love of all things reality television. Welcome back to Psych in Reality. This is Dr. T. This is Dr. P. And we're excited to talk about another episode. So um, we're getting into the season and we continue to see um, at its best, I would say, turmoil in the couples. (laughs) Um, So I'm looking forward to, to getting your thoughts on the last episode. Yeah, it was jam packed because we had all of the couples were in it. So all seven couples. So a lot of movement and happenings. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll we'll just go ahead and, and jump right into it. So um, the couple that I wanted to talk about this week is Stephanie and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And so we left off last week where um, she had finally made it to Belize after um, sort of things open up after quarantine and they were having a like a mixed sort of experience good days bad days and we saw them last week sort of have another blow up um Mm -hmm. again where basically um they had a fight ryan decided to to leave um the resort and um stephanie was really upset with him about that. She was like, they're done. Um, she decides to have a conversation with her friend who's the psychic, um, who apparently um, didn't inform her about sort of what was gonna happen on this trip. And you would think that would be the bonus <laughs> of having a psychic friend. Right, so they have a conversation though, which really got interesting because Stephanie starts asking her friend, you know, if she should give Harris a chance um, since, you know, Ryan is no longer in the picture and they both were saying like, you know, Harris has these certain qualities that that she saw and she was always had that connection with Harris and he was telling, you know, her things about Ryan. And so I think for me, the first sort of thoughts that were coming into my head is that one, they don't have a good relationship. And so how much of what Harris has told you is factual and not malicious, mm-hmm. then why would you want to now try to, I don't even know where that is going, but would you want to spend time with him and potentially try to make like a romantic connection with this person who you had this affair with that you kept secret, although you know Ryan knew about it. And so she kept making these comments about Ryan lying to her. And I was like, well, you lied too. Although yeah. he knew about this other, you know, you know, relationship or, you know, incident that you had with Harris, you kept, you kept that secret in your mind because you didn't know that he was aware of that event. Mm-hmm. So in essence, like both of you to some degree were not honest with each other, which doesn't really set the stage well to have a good relationship. And so it was a sort of a, a short you know, clip going back and forth with some of the other couples, but it sort of ended with um, Harris taking this long 
Trip, oh lord <laughs> <laughs> he crossed the seven seas for this woman <laughs> right to come spend some time with her and then they have a conversation and she invited him and asked him you know to stay with her for the rest of her time there in Belize and he you know agreed oh I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with you until you're I'm ready to leave or whatever and so I just like I had I'm so confused by her because if you were so in love with this person you wanted to marry them and get engaged, but all of a sudden you have one big fight and now you're like, okay, I'm gonna go on to the next person. So I don't I don't know where this is gonna go. It seems like she's done, but yeah. it's so many unanswered things for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like she had a true equitable relationship with Ryan and neither with Harris either. I feel like this is all about getting her needs met. I feel that she manipulates people with money and uses her influence to get what she wants. When she doesn't get what she wants, she becomes upset. And unlike a relationship, she can easily dismiss this person that she was about to have proposed to her with her mama's ring. Obviously, you can't care that much for that person if they're so disposable and you immediately attach onto the next person. These right. aren't relationships. She's not, I, I do not feel sorry for her. Her tears do not move me. It feels very much that she's using people in the way she wants to use them. And when it doesn't work out, she just acts out and she finds another person to bring in. Right. And maybe I think, you know, to look at it, a different way you know she has stated that she hasn't had many relationships and long-term relationships and for a significant time didn't desire to sort of get married and so I'm wondering like how much of her sort of lack of experience in having a committed relationship also impacts her behaviors in this particular situation not that I'm saying that it's okay but I think that she also just is not handling the situation well in that relationships take work and they're not going to be perfect and you're going to have disagreements and arguments and so you have to sort of talk through them and, and for her to be like okay I don't trust you you tried to have unprotected sex with me and so I'm upset about that given sort of where we are in our relationship and so it's over based upon that experience was just like okay it wasn't appropriate for him to sort of I guess trick yeah. her in so many yeah, ways in the incident um and so you should be upset about that but the way that it sort of escalated and then now you're going to go I can bet you 99 percent chance that her and Harris are going to sleep together like that's not the way that you would that you should handle that situation I think that's what she meant by Harris come over and provide me with comfort because she said comfort about like five times and so <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what she meant by comfort yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with this. I mean, she has a couple more days in Belize, and so we will see um, how her and Harris, I guess, enjoy that experience, or if Ryan happens to sort of pop back up um, while she is still on the trip. So I don't know. I think Ryan is sort of over her um, as well, going back to your point about feeling like um, she was sort of using him and just sort of feeling like she could buy his love and attention uh, with, with her money. <clears throat> to talk about Tariq and Hazel. As I was watching, I was like, what is going on? And I really need to hear Dr. Page's thoughts on this. 
put a few thoughts about this because we get some additional information that I have now. Um, I mean, let me start with I have always liked Tariq and Hazel. I, I've liked them from previous seasons of 90 Day before, but they, I think, on before the 90 Day as well. But since they've come on the scene, really liked them. I was excited about this season because Hazel's coming out as bisexual and to get to see, you know, how a couple negotiates uh, having, and I don't think they've defined it. So I don't want to put words, but some people might call it an open relationship. Some people might call it a polyamorous relationship. Some people might call it a throuple. You know, I don't know how exactly they would define it, but having a a third party into their relationship, I thought that was going to be cool. But the thing that I'm starting to notice is that you ever heard that saying, thou doth protest too much? I have not heard that saying before. Okay, I'm, th- I'm going to throw in some Shakespeare today. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Educate us, Dr. Faye. <laughs> too much. I feel like Tariq is overemphasizing how this is really all about Hazel. Hazel's the one that wants us to be in a relationship with another woman. We're trying to find women that Hazel likes. It's not up to me. It's not me. I'm not the one that's doing anything. He is protesting too much. I think that he is being a little bit underhanded. And I saw that with them contacting Minty. Mm. So Minty was their ex, their first and I think only girlfriend that they've had as a couple. Right. And what ended up happening there was that um, uh, Hazel felt that Minty was getting too close to Tariq or Tariq and Minty were kind of rating out where she felt like she was being excluded. And so ultimately that relationship had to end. We find out at the start of this season that Tariq has been in contact with Minty, although the three have broken up, which is a big no-no. Hazel didn't, he ended up uh, telling Hazel about this. She was very upset, didn't trust it. So Tariq has the bright idea, hey, Hazel, we're not able to find a girl on our own. Why don't we go ask our ex-girlfriend where the relationship ended badly, how we might go and find another woman? Me knowing that you don't like this woman. So I think he was being sneaky right there. You doubting me. Y'all I'm trying, to, I'm trying to hold my tongue, me. but go ahead. <laughs> so I do feel like some of that was going on. So then we get the three of them are on the phone, uh, Tariq, Hazel, and Minty. And already you could tell that Minty had, uh, uh, she, she was there for another purpose. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't feel, I felt like she was, she was about to start something and she basically was being very friendly, but then she ended up telling them that, that, uh, yes, uh, Tariq might like Thai women and which that's a whole nother thing, but Tariq might like Thai women and Hazel was upset that she didn't want to bring another Thai woman into the relationship that Hazel should be more accommodating of that. And she also thinks that they would be happy with having her. And Hazel started getting messed up or uh, upset. And one of the things we learned from Minty that now explains a lot of the reason why Hazel was upset is that apparently Minty and Tariq had met before the three of them 
started uh, a relationship with each other. So before the three of them met. So right. he had a relationship with her before, had said that he had broken up with Hazel and they started dating. And then he later brought her into the relationship. So again, remember, all of this is about Hazel, all this is about Hazel, but really you're bringing your ex into this relationship. And then he continued to have contact with her after they all broke up. So Hazel has all of this going on in her head. She thinks it's suspicious that now Minty wants to be with them as a relationship. And she feels like, no, Minty really wants to be with Tariq, which I think that's the way it is. Tariq kept making the most silly expressions on his face. While this was going on between the two women, like very exaggerated, like, oh, my God, are they fighting for me? Oh, gosh, that's that's <laughs> wild. Like, just it was just so expressive. It was so silly. So ultimately, the conversation ended. Hazel is upset. Um, I don't like how Tariq is kind of framing Hazel as being jealous when really it's that he he messed up their trust in this whole process. So yeah. that's part one of my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, my first issue with the whole um, situation was who decides to, well, who thinks it's a good idea, whether you want to um, be in this like open relationship with this third person, or if you want to just decide like, who you may be with on an individual, like one-on-one -on -one basis in a future relationship. Like who calls their ex to say, what can I do? Like that, that Nobody. was a BS to me. Like, I thought that was a bad idea. Uh, and as going back to your point, you know, hey, uh, Minty definitely wants to be in a relationship with Tariq. And so it may be that she is just gonna like try to get back to sabotage, you know, uh -huh. the relationship as a whole. So I didn't think that was a good idea to start off even just having that conversation. And I agree with Hazel, like she, she had a valid reason to be upset in that situation when you've already decided as a couple that Minty is not going to be your couple's girlfriend anymore. Uh -huh. And so why would you even make a suggestion to say, oh, hey, if, if the conversation comes back up, why can't I be that person? Well, that shouldn't even be something that's coming up. Like he should have stopped that conversation when, yeah. it, when, when it was suggested, you know, by Minty. So I just think that, you know, as I said before, um, they don't know each other, I think well enough in terms of like moving forward in a marriage mm -hmm. and to be able to now bring this third person into that, I just think is a really bad idea given that you still need to make that adjustment with the two of you living together and also navigating, you know, this co-parenting stuff. But now you're going to add a third person in that you sort of, as you've already stated, um, Tariq stated, you don't want your daughter to know about this and all this other stuff. And so how are you going to make all of that work when you still have to sort of get the three of you, you, you know, Hazel and your daughter um, to, to feel comfortable with each other, yet alone try to build that relationship outside of the context of this third person. So I don't know what's going to happen. And obviously, like, we just have to watch to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, along those lines, the one thing that I find missing in here is kind of Hazel's own exploration of her sexual orientation. 
like it's it's really the focus has been oh she's bisexual and and i don't know if this is newly identifying i think the way they framed it is newly identifying since being in the states she's bi i don't know if it's really about what is it that hazel wants what is how does she understand her sexual orientation i would love to see her connected with a queer community you know maybe you know is this the only option that she knows how to be in a relationship with Tariq that they have to have a third person that they both have a relationship with or does she know that there's plenty of relationships where one individual might have a relationship with someone else but still be monogamous or still be in a relationship with the other person that they don't have to like share. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I I would really like that to me would be the best episode to just have Hazel talk about her experience of being bisexual and you know, what are her own wants and needs outside of Tariq. Yeah. And uh, you bring up a really good point that now makes me think back to comments that she's made about her family being really religious and not agreeing with sort of her her uh, same-sex attraction. Um, and so I'm wondering like how much of that in her own, like coming to terms with her sexuality um, is a struggle for her and, and a way to sort of ease some of that is that I'm gonna have this relationship with, with Tariq, mm. this heterosexual relationship, but also be able to sort of experiment and explore this other side without having to like fully commit to this idea which her parents you know, wouldn't agree to. So I think that's another perspective that sort of pops up into my head, you know, right mm-hmm. now, given just sort of what we've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. So TLC, if you're out there listening, this is an opportunity. <laughs> we'll see, but given our luck, it'll end up on Discovery Plus and we won't get to see it, unless we pay for it, which, you know, I see. I see what you're doing, TLC. Um, so what other couples sort of stood out for you this week? There's Andrew and Amira came on. I mean, it was pretty brief, but again, so Amira actually saw her dad and her dad was like, look, Andrew is trash. Andrew did not come (laughs) get you. Andrew did not leave his resort to even see if he could find you. He stayed on vacation uh, you shouldn't be going to Serbia for this man. He does not sacrifice for you. You should not sacrifice for him. So that was cute to see uh, just the father like stepping in. But then we see Andrew and Amira. And I think, you know, first of all, he gets an immigration attorney mm-hmm. at this point in time. Now he gets an immigration attorney. So they get a little bit more information and it doesn't fully support his point of view that they should go ahead and go to Serbia. In fact, one of the things that they could do is because it's a pandemic, they have a great case for extending the visa or having the visa be reissued, which is what Amira wants, but she feels like she's being pressured by Andrew to risk, you know, being in a detention center again or anything, something worse. Yeah, no, that, I mean, it's an interesting couple for me because I, I, I would side with her dad to be like, it's time to just like cut your losses and walk away from this relationship. Uh, But clearly like she's in love with him. And and as we know, like that 
can sometimes make us not think as as clear. <laughs> so um, we'll see what sort of happens. Um, one of the the couples that I thought was interesting this weekend, you know, this is one of my um, favorite couples is Brandon and Julia. Um, and so they finally yeah. got to go um, wedding dress shopping and Julia didn't want Brandon's mom to go. And she sort of, you know, did her own thing as she has been doing <laughs> mm-hmm. the whole season and made her own mind up like she was going to pop up at the dress shop um, <laughs> and, and let her opinion be known. Um, but Brandon sort of put his foot down and was like, okay, sort of not make any comments or like sway, try to sway at least um, Julia's opinion about a certain um, dress. And so that was a really interesting um, sort of exchange that happened um, there, but Brandon wasn't really enthusiastic about the dress shopping. And so that- I don't know why he was there. And not, (laughs) not, not for the whole like traditional thing, but like, that's not why I don't like, oh, men shouldn't be there or whatever. I I don't care about that. But just like, you know, this is something important for someone and you don't have a good attitude. Why go? Like the mom was okay. He gave, once he gave the mom a little bit of direction on don't be negative. I think she, she did pretty well with Julia. That could have been their mother daughter moment. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you there. I think, you know, he had already said that he, weddings were not really his thing. And I think as you sort of mentioned, it's not, it's not a gender thing. Like as like the, the man doesn't get in as invested or excited about the wedding because some men do, but for him, it is not something that he was sort of really uh, interested in like the planning of. And so I think, you know, I agree with you that he should have been more adamant about, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting married, but I want you to, you know, do what makes you happy and I'm going to sort of support you. And that would have, I think, been appropriate. She might, Julia may not have liked it, (laughs) but I think it would have helped her also have a better experience. So Dr. Page. Yes, Dr. Turner. It's that time in the show. Yep, it's time for the Page Turner, where we share what we're most looking forward to in next week's episode. Yeah. So let's uh, get into the page turner. Um, what are you looking forward to on next week? Next week's episode. I am looking forward to Stephanie and Ryan. Let me correct myself. <laughs> I am looking forward to Stephanie and Harris next week because it looks like she's going to try to bring Harris to the United States. So that. And again, this goes back to the. I don't think you cared that much for this person you were just about to marry, but you you actually feel like like a true relationship with that person because you're so quick to replace him with somebody else. Yeah. So Which now yeah. makes me sort of wonder what like what is she looking for? Because I, I don't recall her mentioning like wanting to have kids and, and so I'm wondering like what this shift is now all of a sudden at this point in her life where she's like, she wants to have a partner, um, mm-hmm. which I mean, th- there can be a lot of different reasons for it, but um, that would definitely be interesting um, mm-hmm. to see what happens with them. Yeah. Who are you looking forward to? You know, I I really, we haven't seen much of Rebecca and um, Ziad this sure. season, but um I'm really looking forward to see what happens, you know, with them. We saw a little bit of them beginning to like 
plan or have discussions about what their wedding would look like. Um, and, and now it seems like there could be some challenges there. Like she wants to have like a wedding wedding um, and he is not really looking forward to that. I mean, I think he wants like a simple maybe courthouse wedding where they just, you know, sign some papers and, and, and they can be together. Um, but the other piece to that is he seems to be on this different timeline than she's on. And um, I don't know if that's going to like hurt their relationship in terms of like, is this gonna be the, the final, the straw that breaks the camel's back, so to speak, yeah. um, in their relationship. So we'll yeah, see. you know, what's uh, one thing that was brought to my attention this week, it was a, a, a meme or an IG post that I saw. And it basically showed that of all seven couples this season, only Brandon and Julia actually have a wedding date. No one else does. But the youngest couple out of all of them actually has a date. Like they know when they're, what is it? Was it May? Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. Yes. How could we forget Mother's Day? You know, I hadn't even thought about that. And it looks like we have one couple who may not even plan a wedding date, <laughs> but um, that we'll save that that conversation to for see. next time. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens with Mike and Natalie. Um, they are an interesting couple, definitely. So uh, look forward to talking with you next week. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. Give us your thoughts. Leave us a comment on Facebook or Apple iTunes. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Psych in Reality TV and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite platform. Thanks for sharing the episode and join us next time on Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P.